This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This week's episode is brought to you by Tonal. Tonal is the smart at-home gym that replaces every machine in the weight room and has personal training programs built in so you'll never have to go to the gym again. And the best part? Tonal has a sleek design and looks like a TV on your wall. There are no bulky weights or racks, and unlike other products that are just cardio, with Tonal, you get a full-body workout with real weight, up to 200 pounds of resistance. Tonal coaches can offer you instruction for a variety of workout styles, full-body muscle building and multi-week weight loss programs, high-intensity classes, bike and tread-specific programs, upper body, lower body, and core-specific workouts. Try Tonal for 30 days risk-free. Visit www.tonal.com for $100 off smart accessories when you use the promo code THECLIPOUT at checkout. That's www.tonal.com. Promo code, the clip out. Tonal, be your strongest. Fitness is a holistic journey. You can't just take one aspect of it and, and ignore other things. So, you know, I've, I've spoke to people. Uh, the good thing is talking about it is what really helps, right? So I actually can address it head on and just be like, yeah, I, it's okay not to be okay. And I, I wasn't okay. It was affecting all aspects of my life. It was making me like really short-tempered. And I'm usually a pretty easygoing guy. It takes a lot for me normally to lose my temper. And and suddenly I find a lot of like, boom, hair trigger going off. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 179. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. I am laughing. Before we you started, gonna own it? I, you're going to own it because I'm going to make you. Before we started, you were like, what episode is this? Like you had no clue. I had none. Yeah. None. I all mean, I, could, all, I know it's a lot. All I could think of was the monkeys and Daydream Believer, where yeah. David Jones is like, what number is this, Chip? <laughs> 7A. What number? 7A. <laughs> But I'll have you know, you didn't know the episode number either. This episode, not even look at the notes, Uh 7A. (laughs) No. I don't have to get excited just Uh because I'm short. (laughs) So uh, I guess we should mention here, uh, time is drawing near. Oh my gosh. It is the 21st. By the time this airs, it's going to be the 23rd. Yeah. So uh, you're running out of time to uh, try and win our fancy pink Peloton. Yes, you really are. And, you know, don't forget, it goes to a really great cause. All of the proceeds over and above the cost of the bike go straight to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Also, it's super pretty. (laughs) If you say so, I think it's as cool as a pink bike can be. Yeah, I mean, I get that. And not everybody's into pink. And if you're not into pink, you can always take the stickers off. Yeah, it's uh, it's not been damaged in any way. So like you can let it revert back to a regular Peloton if that's what you want. And if you're like, 
we're listening to this podcast. We've already got a Peloton. Right. Well, you could give it to somebody. You could. You could donate it to your school. You could find somebody. Maybe you could find a breast cancer survivor that is wanting a Peloton and be like, boom. Yeah. Our gift to you. Exactly. So, and, and there's so many wonderful, deserving people out there. Yeah. So you can also enter for as little as $5. Like it's so chances. It's not like a super expensive thing. Mm -mm. So and then you get more the more you spend, the more chances you get. And of course, like we said, all the proceeds over and above the cost of the bike go to National Breast Cancer Foundation, which they do all sorts of wonderful things for people that are going through a tumultuous time in their Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So if you would like to chip in, we'd love to have you. Uh, you can go to theclipout.com slash pink. Once again, theclipout.com slash pink. So also, oh. if you've already donated and you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it, guys. Don't forget to share it on your social media, because the more people that see this, the better. There's a lot of people in our Peloton community that have no idea this is a thing. This is not something I can post out on the OPP or the other groups. I mean, yes. that's that's not cool. So we have to use other ways. And you guys are that way. Yeah, so, so please, please share. And we should also say this is not affiliated with Peloton. It is not. <laughs> so chuckle, uh chuckle. what's that <laughs> chuckle chuckle yes now that we've got that disclaimer out of the way <laughs> let's uh what uh, what do you have in store for people this week well we're going to let everybody know about our upcoming zoom call we've got some fun stuff to talk to john mills about and uh we also have some interesting things that are going on with peloton customer service and then there's been Peloton in the news, which I know is shocking. <laughs> there's a Peloton celebrity sighting we Ooh. have to discuss. Okay. And uh, let's see. Then there's just some other kind of general updates that are going to go on. So. Oh. Okie dokie. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Wherever you're getting your podcast from, you should subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we have a new review. Yay! This is from... Saronka? Saronka? I don't know. I've, I don't know. With the, with the iTunes names, you never really know yeah, if it's you, an it actual could just name. Be, it or, could just yeah. be letters. But uh, they say, Peloton content without the drama. I got my bike in December 2017 and discovered this podcast around February of 2018, and it immediately became part of my weekly routine and one of the only podcasts that I listen to as soon as it drops. Aww. I even went back to the beginning and listened to all the ones that I missed and loved seeing the story of Peloton develop through the podcast. And then it says, Crystal. So I don't know if that means they were about to say something more and they hit enter by accident or if their name is also Crystal. It is a mystery. So. OK, well, either way, it was a super nice review. So thank you very yeah. much. And uh, since you've been listening since 2018, I don't know if that's a new review, if we're that behind on reviews or <laughs> if they still like us, they still listen to us. I, it's a big mystery. Things could have changed it, drastically. It could have. <laughs> and uh, also, while we're in shameless plugs, don't forget that uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's a great way to stay up to date on th things throughout the week. Or if there's a boutique drop, you can let, notify people in there. Maybe you'll get a little bit of a head start on the masses. I just, I just want to, I just want to explain this real quick. Somebody took my knowledge of that earlier as like I get some kind of special email from Peloton. Like, no, Peloton does nothing like that for me. Just let me yep. make it very clear. I just hear things. I right. hear things, and so I just want to pass that along to you. It, it is not some special mailing list I'm on. I'm right. not special in 
anyway. She's just got her ear to the ground. And I just want to share it with you guys. So right. just want to be clear. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, you can get our newsletter sent to you every week-ish. Ish. Uh, <laughs> if you sign up for that at theclipout.com. And finally, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash theclipout, where you can watch this episode as well as listen to it. I mean, I guess you could watch it with the sound off. So you could watch it and not listen to it. I don't know how much you'd get out of that. I feel like that would be worse than boring. I concur, but you could do it if you want you to. You could. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton Stock Ticker. So joining us once again uh, for our new weekly feature, it's John Mills from Run, Lift, and Live. Hey, John, how's it going? Doing well. How's it going? It's good. Going good. Another big Peloton week. Yes. Is, yes. Are, always. Is there any other kind? Not anymore. Yeah. You remember back in the day when yeah. uh, we would like uh, talk about stuff and right. there wasn't a whole lot. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, was- I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we had to generate our own news. But we then did. back then we could actually go places and we go to the studio and stuff. Uh, oh, my gosh. Good times. <sighs> good times. Yeah. It'll happen again. It will. <laughs> so uh, we, I guess we should start with this uh, seeking alpha. That still sounds weird to me. It sounds like a. I know. You've made it clear what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's a weird name. Seeking Alpha. Okie dokie. Okay, just look at look at the headline, Tom. Yeah. Focus on the headline. Peloton rallies again as channel checks show ecosystem dominance. Somewhere around after the word again, I started to glaze over. Can you translate that into people for us, John? Well, well ultimately, this article is basically about the fact that KeyBank had upped their price target to 160 on Peloton stock. Gotcha. So that that's ultimately what they're talking about, that it rallying based on that that change in price target. Okay. So what because- I found more interesting, though, about this article is yes. some of the stuff that they talk about lower in it. Okay, yeah, let's well, get let's, lower. Let's, 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 let's dig in. Let's make yeah. this bitch a limbo. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know where he's going to go. You never know. I don't either. <laughs> no where he's going to as you get in here, they start talking about the, the backlog on the bikes. Right. And they're saying that uh, back Peloton bikes, bike and bike plus backlog is five to 10 weeks. And then they make a statement in here. That's more than the backlog for companies like Lulu, SoulCycle and Echelon. But I don't know if that's true. Their intent, I think, was to make the statement that. The, the bikes are in high demand. Right. Thus there's a larger backlog. Well, and, you know, we've seen more and more complaints starting to pop up on social media channels of people upset that their their bike or bike plus deliveries are getting delayed. Well, yeah, right. but OK, so it seems to be covid related because literally there will be a delivery signed up for tomorrow and then all of a sudden they get an email. It's like canceled. And right. now you're back on the schedule for December and people are losing their minds over it. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And and I don't blame them. Like just to be clear, just to be very clear, I do not blame them. It is so frustrating. And there's so many people that sold their bikes already. Yeah. They sold their plus they sold their bike minus. So now they don't have a bike plus. They got a bike zero. They got a bike zero, that's right. They got a bike you goose egg. Yeah. a bike minus? It could be worse. The you know what's worse than not having a bike at all, having an echelon. Okay, that's true. That's true. I saw somebody post, and I, I forget their name, so I apologize, but I saw somebody post in the clip out group today that they said, I think it was in the clip out, that they said that 
They had a bike plus delivery date for November and then XPO called them and was like, we're delivering your tonal next week. Do you want us to bump up your bike plus delivery to the same day? And, I missed that completely. And she, oh, wow. And she was wow, like, indeed. yes, please. So I guess <laughs> oh, if you, yes. you oh, want to yeah. get your bike plus early, buy a tonal. <laughs> <laughs> and right now you can save $100 on Smart Accessories. <laughs> With promo code the clip <laughs> But uh, um, I just thought that was That was fascinating Yeah and I think that has more to do with like XPO's delivery, delivery system. system Like they don't want to make two trips I totally right. get it but yeah. that means that I also feel like there's somebody that got an email That's like you're getting yours in November Now and they're like son of a Bitch what happened <laughs> Why I mean, there there could be, but it's like, uh, you know, it kind of goes with the customer service issue we were talking about last week. It's just kind of out of nowhere that people are getting these really horrible emails. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, horrible in that it's terrible news. Like they're expecting Peloton to show up the next day. And it's like, <laughs> just kidding. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> you will now be waiting weeks. I'm glad you got <laughs> yours because I can't even imagine what this house would be like right now. Damn right. It would be. It would not be good But I mean Back to this article I think you know It does show you That every time they think This will be enough bikes It's not Yeah So so yeah I I guess that's the thing Is this Is this about demand Or is this about COVID plus demand Because We just talked last week About how there were like What 60,000 million bikes Delivered in those containers I don't remember How many it was (laughs) Well well, I I posted an article Two weeks ago Where B of A Was stating There was a four to eight week backlog. And both of these firms suggest that they're like monitoring this like bi-weekly, they're checking. So two weeks ago, B of A saying it's four to eight weeks. Now KeyBake saying it's five to 10 weeks. And we're in the busy season. I mean, the busy season started on October 1st. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it's just because that's what happens this time of year. Or it's a combination of that and there's new product and COVID. Like, that's what I I think it's a combination of all three. I'm just worried about their NPR. I'm very worried about what that's going to look like. You know, uh, I know that's really important to Foley to have it super high. And that's a it's a wonderful thing for any company to have and to push for. That's net promoter. Right. Uh, just for anybody out there who doesn't know what that is. But I'm I'm concerned that this is all going to be really bad. I mean... Peloton posted a tweet today and like it was just response after response after response of right. negative, negative, negative. I've never seen that before. I've seen one or and two. The thing. <laughs> we, we got that history, right? Because we've seen what used to be posted in like the groups or on the page and we've kind of seen it evolve to now we're seeing things we didn't see before and how they kind of just build on themselves. One person says, it and it just, yeah, I've noticed that too. I, I, I think it's growing pains and I, you know, and I think, of course, we knew there were logistics issues and they said they were going to solve it with this with this new facility in December and with these new locations next year. And but, you know, maybe this is just pain until that happens. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, Along I, with I, it being busy season and all the things we just talked about. Yeah, I just think it's kind of a perfect storm. And this and right. you got to take the good with the bad. And I think that, like, they might see some fluctuation in that score. But I also think long term, it won't be a problem because ultimately, once you get your bike, you forget about that. You know, like yeah, yeah I, I mean, don't know, guys. You, you I'm were, seeing, I'm I, seeing I, people have their bikes re-delivered four times. It's not a one-time mess gotcha. up. It's like they have to be get a new date four times, and this is not happening once. I mean, I have personally seen it or talked to people that this has happened to like five times. Yeah, and I agree with you for that reason. I think 
I can't imagine it's just going to be no impact to it. Like, I got to assume. I, don't know, I, I still feel like once people get their bikes, they're just like, it's just a story that and they move on. You know, I mean, like you were really frustrated with waiting for your tread. And then once you got your tread, like you don't think about that anymore. That is true. But I feel like I feel like the difference here is that they're being told something and then it changes and then sure. they're told something it changes again. And for people who have never been a Peloton customer, they don't have the goodwill. Right. Like I was fine waiting for I knew that at the end of the day, as frustrated as I was, right. I knew that I would get a quality product and have a good experience. These people who've never right. dealt with Peloton, they don't have that confidence. Right. That's why I'm worried. But right. yeah, I can see that. So but I guess moving along, there's a new lawsuit to discuss. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, my. And this time it's against Peloton, not from Peloton. <laughs> right. 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 So it com- comes out that Icon has filed suit against Peloton, specifically over the swivel monitor in the bike plus and the auto follow of the resistance. Because, you know, they their products have like where it does the auto incline decline. And I guess it does the auto resistance. I didn't know theirs did that piece. I guess it's because it it goes up and down. I guess it's automatically putting the resistance on it. You know, I I guess guess that's why that's what the the suit is all about. What's interesting about this to me is, you know, they say in here, they're like, you know, companies in the connected fitness space have been built off of our innovative technologies as if like they like the core to all of this. I mean, in some, some respects, you know, their products, you know, kind of are part of the root to this space. But when you go back to the original suit from Peloton back in May against them, Peloton was like, look, they're using inappropriate sales tactics. Like they literally on their site, they took the price of their bikes, increased it, put a red line through it and then put a, the actual price, which was the existing price as if it was on sale <laughs> as a means to kind of compete with Peloton. So does just, so, so just, as an su- as, just as an aside, does Nordatrack or do they also own Kohl's? <laughs> <laughs> they might be affiliated. That makes know. you wonder, makes you think. About that one. <laughs> So then Peloton sues them for that, but they were also suing, suing them for the whole competitive nature of it. And in their suit, they go, well, you know, Peloton saying before us, you either went to the gym to get a plethora of products and being able to compete against other people and, and have the camaraderie, or you worked out at home and it was just boring. And we brought those together into one. Right. And Nordic Track doesn't have all that. They're just this ancient, you know, product space. So it sounded aggressive, right? The way that suit was worded. And so I see this as like retaliatory in a way, right? It's like, we're fighting back against you suing us, but also against how you're wording this suit. Like, <laughs> like, like, like that we have, we have no innovation. We are the innovator. Well, like, right? I think that that exact same wording was used by Peloton that like right. either from either towards Icon or towards Echelon. I can't remember. There's so, been so many. So this is the legalese version of nah. Yes, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly what it is. <laughs> that's how I saw it. Like I'm looking at both of the articles like I'm watching a fight. I'm like. but i think i think their play here is to just get everything to cancel out they're like well you you guys stole this from us we stole this from you 
Call right. it a day. Go, yeah, go F yourself. <laughs> I, I think so. I just picture an attorney somewhere sitting around going, hey, how do you say uh, I'm rubber, you're glue in Latin? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious reading yeah. it. I mean, when Peloton filed, Nordic Track immediately changed that pricing structure. Right. So I, for me, I took that as they were admitting to a tacit yeah, admission. Right. That they were doing that. Yeah. Right. Right. They immediately changed it. You went back to the site. No, that was gone. Yeah. yeah, They they knew that's what they did. Well, and then shortly after we recorded last week, it came out that Peloton (laughs) was having to recall pedals. And this is so weird to me. This issue is like three years old. Why now? I cannot wrap my head around. Why now? Why are we doing this? This is so weird. I was struggling with that, too, because yeah, and we're recalling pedals that date back to 2016. We remember the stories back then and they were, you know, they were horrific to me. I, I saw them and I'm like, oh, wow, the injury. Absolutely. But it, but it immediately came out, you should be placing your pedals at, during the, within this interval and we should get rid of those. And so, yeah, four years later, well, I'm they, not sure why now. And they did that soft know. recall that like here, it was a trade-in pedal program right. that like if you had those pedals, you could ask for new ones and get them and right. then and one time for free. So I feel like this is related to something bigger, but I don't know what. I, just, I felt the same way as if there was something legal about it, something that caused it to have to be a a stated recall. Like yes. I'm, that's how I felt too, but I, I couldn't find anything that actually said that. But. Maybe it's like one of those things like they know that there's X amount of pedals out there that haven't been returned. And like, if they don't do a recall, then they're held responsible forever. But if they do the recall and they don't get them, I feel like it's a CYA thing. Yeah, I, you know? I, I agree. <laughs> I don't understand entirely. It's like you're supposed to keep certain documents for seven years if you're a business. It has something like to do like this. Like yeah. It's like we got to just send this out even though nobody cares. <laughs> well, you know, when I first bought the bike in 2016, I immediately took those pedals off and put on completely different pedals, my own pedals. A lot of people do. <laughs> You did that? Yeah, a lot of people do. I I never did, but I never had any issues with mine at all. Like, I've never, you know. Well, those pedals broke like two, a month or two ago. And so I then just, oh, I still have these pedals from Peloton. (laughs) Let me just put them back on. Right? I forgot all about this. Little did you know you were taking your life in your hands. was risking my life but then i you know traded the bike in for the bike plus you know a month or so ago and well now, now they have well now i we've had to consult our own attorneys because i end every episode by saying keep pedaling and now i'm wondering <laughs> am i gonna get sued keep pedaling with the new pedals yeah. only with safe appropriate pedals you need a disclaimer yeah only well, pedal well, if safe, you have safe as, if our, as if our episodes weren't long enough <laughs> now we're going to add a disclaimer at the end. <laughs> and if you replace your pedals in the last six months, then you keep pedaling. <laughs> then you can pedal. Other than that, pedal. yes. Ixnay on the pedal, A. Eh? <laughs> so uh, you spotted a Wall Street Journal article this week, which was a review of the new Bike Plus. Oh, yeah. So the, the, the um, author in the article is trying to rationalize why he would purchase the Bike or the bike plus right (laughs) versus just going to the gym like which is what he would standardly do okay and so he starts out you know describing the price and suggesting that i don't know is it really worth it or not in the end he comes to the conclusion that well yeah i guess it is worth it if you have multiple people in your family that are using the bike it's cost effective 
you know, you, you save the cost of gas going to the gym as multiple people can use it. Yada, yada, yada. Right. That, that's what he eventually comes to his conclusion. Gotcha. So the same thing that from the very beginning. <laughs> right. I was thinking from the very beginning, I was like, well, I mean, at the gym, it'd be an additional cost if you had a trainer. Right. right? Absolutely. And, and then home. you got to drive there and now you got to fight for a spot. And y- right. yeah, and you could do it at home and you could do it anytime you want. Like your time is worth something. And the fact that you can do it at two o'clock in the morning, if you want, that is also worth something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yes. you don't have to worry about getting COVID in your own home. Well, there's that. That's an added bonus <laughs> right. this year. <laughs> yeah, because there's a cost to getting COVID. I mean, got to yes. add that in there. Yes, you but do. But now you pointed out that within this article was a little interesting tidbit, which is Peloton boasts 1 million connected fitness subscribers, about 300,000 more than Nordic Track. So is Nordic Track using some sort of metric measurement? <laughs> How did they? That seems awfully I'm, high, doesn't it? I'm really interested in whether or not that number truly equates to a true connected fitness subscriber or just everybody or just who's a ever member. bought a piece of equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I don't really know, but if he's comparing apples to apples or not, I mean, he's so he's using numbers based on last earnings period with his 1 million connected fitness subscribers because what well, they were at like 1.1. 1. 1. Right. So he's right. using Peloton's last earnings period number, but I don't know what that 700K is he's using. Yeah. For Nordic Trek. I, I feel know. like I do they, know this. Like back between January and March, during that three month period, Peloton gained like fifty two thousand connected fitness subscribers. And it was reported back then that Nordic Track gained like seventy six thousand in that three month period. Again, they're private. So I don't really know if that number even reported then was truly connected fitness, meaning someone purchased a product and is paying the $39.99 or if it's a member. I don't know. Yeah. But I if call you, shenanigans. If you, if you it's truly connected fitness, they're putting up numbers, but I just don't know if the numbers yeah. are accurate. I don't think I don't think they're using the same metrics. And I thought this is interesting that you pointed out just to kind of get an idea of the various companies, Twitter followers. Which oh, I thought, yeah. The thought was, yeah. So and I have the numbers in front of me. I'm not expecting you to be Rain Man over there. Um, <laughs> but you you have Peloton is at one hundred and seven thousand Twitter followers. Nautilus, a.k.a. Bowflex, is at twelve thousand four hundred Twitter right. followers. And then. Icon, a.k.a. Nordic Track, is at 9,400 Twitter followers. And then Echelon <laughs> has 750 Twitter followers. I, I, I want to say, I have more Twitter followers. I have more Twitter followers than Echelon does. Yeah, what? I, I might too. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. But. What's interesting about that, though, is that's up like 300 from like two months ago. What? So I guess the win that like almost they doubled. I guess that's one way to look if you want to put a there. Yeah. And their board meetings are like our Twitter followers are up 400 (laughs) percent. That's how they're spinning it. (laughs) I mean, when you're starting with that small of a number. okay, but like. I feel like this is a very fascinating kind of comparison because like you would suspect that people who own Icon are on Twitter as well. So like, why are their numbers so far below Peloton if they have so many connected subscription people? I feel like that's a great indicator that that's not accurate. You know, another (laughs) interesting metric would be to compare some of their instructors 
<laughs> it would to like that PB and J yeah. lady. I mean, that would make the same face. Jen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to let's let's look up you don't that PB and J lady. They don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, please don't. If I were them, they don't do that. No, yeah. I mean, I think that one lady that sang that song, it was the peanut butter and jelly song. Like that was so embarrassing. I feel like I feel like she might have gotten popular because people were making fun of her. They were like hate watching her. Yeah, yeah. like that was bad. It was so forced. Every, every time I see, you know, because it's an it's a running ad. <laughs> so I still see it like all no, the time. You every do. time I see it, I think of you, Crystal. <laughs> I am tempted <laughs> Text that to you every time I see it. Every time. <laughs> that lady drives me crazy. Like, it's so yeah, forced. Yeah. Like, she's so embarrassed and she's trying so hard to fight through it. Like, I I can feel her uncomfortableness yeah. through the screen. I'm trying to create, like, somebody in a meeting was like, we need something viral. I like, <laughs> right. yeah, create a viral thing. Go. Yeah. 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 And then like, somebody okay. else stood there and said, bigger, no bigger, no bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, all right, peanut butter jelly, you know, peanut butter jelly. <laughs> you okay? No. <laughs> he was trying to figure it out. Yeah. I didn't know how to make peanut butter jelly until I watched. Now I know. I don't make it like that. But now I'm. I'm well, because you bought Peloton early, so you get to buy the 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 fancy the stuff. fancy where the peanut butter and the jelly are already in the same jar together. That's right. Yeah, I don't buy that normal if you, jelly in a different jar. If you Erica doesn't let you buy jelly at all. Who are we kidding? If you ever needed you a window, trust me with that. If you ever true. needed a window into just how lazy Americans are, like at some point we're like. Just put the peanut butter and the jelly in the same jar. It'll be fine. I don't got time. I got to pull out a knife. (laughs) I got two knives to clean. Or those little little pockets, those uncrustables that the kids have. They have peanut butter and jelly in them. You just thaw it out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're kind of lazy. Yeah. We We just went down a peanut butter and jelly hole. We did. (laughs) I'm going to be looking for that that jelly hole. On that oh my note, God. <laughs> John's like, look at the time. Oh, hey, um, Erica walks in here while we're talking. She's like, by the way, Peloton just announced their earnings calls on November 5th. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> we Thanks, have a reporter Erica. on the ground, Erica Mills. <laughs> he is on it. Yes. Just mark your calendars, everybody. November 5th. November 5th. So we will we will have to record that day. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So that'll be a. So it's a Thursday again. Thursday, yeah. Yeah. So So. they they used to be on Wednesdays, and then this last one was on Thursday. So I guess that's just a thing now. They like to mess with us. They do. (laughs) So anyway, I guess uh, I I guess that's everything we have to talk to you about. So until next time, John, where can people find you? Well, they can find me on my Facebook group or Facebook page, uh, Run Lift and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run Lift and Live, or at RunLiftAndLive.com. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Bye. Good to see you guys. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste 
texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. (laughs) It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Bye. You know, we mentioned in the coming up on the show stuff about a Zoom call. We have one coming up. We do this Saturday. So it'll be uh, what? The 24th? The 24th at 6 p.m. Central. Yes. Because so for New Yorkers, 7 p.m. For Pacific, that'll be 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Mountain time, 5 yeah. p.m. But if we were in Germany, I would make your bunk. Okay. So. <laughs> There's like a couple people got that and they're happy to hear it. Okay. But uh but yeah, so uh we just like to hang out with people on Zoom sometimes. It's no, yeah, no big deal. Like yeah. you can talk or you can not talk. It's just basically like a big giant cocktail party, just lots of small talk and, yeah. and whatnot. And it's We do lots of Peloton gossip and then we go down rabbit holes. So yes. it's all kinds of fun and uh no pressure, you know, like yeah. like Tom said. If you want to talk, great. And if you don't, that's cool too. Yeah, so just listen. We'll, we'll just post the information in our in the clip out group. So uh, go to the group and join there if you haven't, and we'll post the Zoom link and whatnot, and you can come and hang out with us. So a few weeks ago, uh, we talked about Peloton doing field testing. Yes, which is basically beta testing for their new features and things like that. Right. For anybody who doesn't know. Okay, so I just want to explain. I want to explain. I've had a lot of people who I don't think listen to everything I say, which I know is shocking. Because Exactly. But here's the deal. It's a testing program that's overall. So think of it as an umbrella. Right. And then they email out opportunities that are a much smaller thing. So you can enroll in the program overall. And then once you're in the program, you can be chosen for specific opportunities that are testing specific things. And the reason I wanted to explain that is because there was an email that came out this this week. So this is number two. This is our second one. Don't worry, Peloton, if you're listening, I'm not going to say what it was. But (laughs) 
I did want to point out that there was an email and apparently it was like filled up in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like I filled it out super fast and I don't know if I got in or not because I was I was able to apply but I don't know if I made it in. Right. But there were tons of people that never even got to the application because the, it, it was already full. So quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then there was one that was a couple weeks ago that was a, like of a different scope. And that one, it appeared that it was open to a ton of people and in that it was more of almost like a survey about certain things. Gotcha. So it was open to a much larger group. So I think we have a new boutique. boutique. Yeah. Yeah. If you thought the boutique was bad. Yeah. Try and get in a field testing program. Exactly. Like if you see that pop up in your email, you need to stop what you are doing and apply right then. Yeah. I don't care if you're walking to the bus. You're, you're going to be late and you're just going to have to do it or Unless you're, you're going to miss out. Yeah. Well, don't don't do it if you're driving. You should have been checking your email anyway. Exactly. Yeah. yeah don't so, do that. Anyway, we just wanted to tell people that like, hey, it's super it's going to be super competitive to get into these field tests. So when you see them. Yeah, be quick like a bunny. Yes. And for those of you out there that did click instantly, I know that. The other thing I wanted to add to that, and Tom, you talk about this all the time, your mailing list at work is how many people? Uh, like 100,000. And it takes how long? It didn't take 15 to 20 minutes to wind its way through the whole thing. So it, it might take them hours. So when, when you are saying, hey, I got my email at six o'clock and it was already gone, that's because they started the email list hours ago. And or at least an hour ago. Yeah. And and other people have already gotten it. So you can't just look at it and be like, it's the second I got that email. Right. You kind of have to think about when the email started. So think about changing your email address to something like Ardvark 319. Yeah. Don't tell people that. They will really do it. <laughs> they will. <laughs> people are right now looking for the leaderboard. Is there an Ardvark 319? Is that who he really is? Is he really? No, he's not. But yeah, and I have no idea how my list sends out. Like, I don't know how it selects who gets it, I if it's hope, alphabetical. I or, hope it's yeah. not. I hope that there is some randomness to it simply because the next conversation we're going to be having is that everyone is complaining that the same people get, uh, sure. get this opportunity over and over again and others do not. Yeah. So, Lord, help us all that it is randomized in some way. Please. <laughs> Peloton in the news. So LinkedIn, of all places, has an article. Apparently, they do news now, feature stories. <laughs> they, they actually have for a while. It just doesn't matter to us most of the time. Right. <laughs> but whenever whenever they go ahead and, and have Peloton's head of marketing in, the new, the new head of marketing. Sure. Then suddenly we care. Now it matters. Now it matters indeed. Yes. So this is all about, I believe it's pronounced Dara Trezadere. Okay. Um, but she is brand new to Peloton. We talked about her a couple of months ago. It says here that she joined in August. And we talked about her then in that this was one of the hires that Peloton had promised. Hey, we're going to be very specific and go make a point to be diverse and inclusive yeah and 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 have people that are not only amazingly qualified but also can be from all walks of life right and uh, Dara is one of those wonderful hires and uh, so this is is basically interviewing her talking about like what she's all about and she talks about I see that you landed on number four there and that's that's a perfect one to land on because I landed on it because of the dress she looks like a Disney princess she does look like a Disney princess <laughs> she does and she could be one like that could be her wedding day it has like the ball gown vibe or the wedding day vibe yeah it does it, it goes for either but they asked her 
to tell them about her marketing campaign that she's most proud of. And the recent one that came out for Peloton that was We All Have Our Reasons that was all about the members of Peloton. Right. Dara is behind that. Wow. Hey, I had that idea like three years ago. Does that mean I could have been the head of Peloton marketing? No. Okay, fair enough. I would look awful in that dress. You would look (laughs) awful in that dress. (laughs) Dresses just aren't your thing, honey. And then while we're talking Peloton in the news. Yes. Hannah Corbin was uh, featured in Yahoo Life. She was. And it's awesome because she has an entire workout. It's six moves for a bar workout that is targeting your butt and thighs. And there's a lot of women. Call me a bar workout because I target your butt and thighs. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. No, I do. I do. So anyway. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see how red she is right no. now. That's fine. Um, so this is a great workout that Hannah put together, and it's awesome to see her get a feature and yeah. be able to put that out there. And you, uh, you are you sure I'm not a bar workout? There's a wide leg pit. <laughs> oh my word! Okay, okay, we'll keep it clean. Let's just move on to the second one. The V, the V position. Can't get anything dirty out of that. <laughs> I'll be good, <laughs> but you'll be better. Oh, my God, Tom. What? Stop. So, okay, moving right along. Bent knee. Oh, okay. <sighs> so good for Hannah. This is really awesome. And uh, if you have not had a chance to try out one of the Peloton bar workouts, this is another opportunity for you to do so because it is it is very similar to what you will see in the bar content. Clamshell. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> they called it clamshell, honey. Come on. Next. <laughs> Number six? No, we're leaving. Frog lift. Oh, no. <laughs> she clearly did not know that you were going to be in charge she of this. She did not. This will, if she ever hears this, we'll know because uh, I'll get a restraining order. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then finally, in our Peloton in the News segment, Allie yes. Love. Was uh, featured in Women's Health magazine. Yeah, all yeah. about uh, she almost died in a car accident when she was nine. Man, some of these instructors have just crazy backstories. I mean, you've got Robin's story where she almost died, and yeah. now all these years later, we're hearing about Allie's. It's fascinating. It is just it just goes to show that all instructors, all people rather, have a a story. You yeah. just never know where it's going to come from. But good for her for, for sharing it. That's awesome. Absolutely. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. We have what I think is a new Peloton Celebrity Sighting. I think it might be. And he has, uh, I think his podcast is almost as popular as ours. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go ahead and we'll give the guy a plug. It's longer than ours. <laughs> hey, how about that? Yeah. And he, I think he does one a day like that. Oh, my yeah, word. I don't know how people keep up with him. Like, that's just a lot. But Joe Rogan was talking on episode 1549 where he interviewed Tom Papa. It's about when there's like 42 minutes left. That was the the marker. Is that what it was? Yeah. And he talks about his love of Peloton. He's a big fan. He is. And he's super fitness guy. Like he's. He I has, know nothing about him. Because he's also a UFC announcer. He's really into UFC oh. and he's really into fitness and working out and stuff. So it's like, so he's very well respected in the world of fitness and especially in kind of like 
for lack of a better word, the tough guy bro end of the of the world of fitness. And so for him to be like, no, Peloton's a real thing and I enjoy it. I think that says a lot in the same way that Stern kind of gave people some cover that might have been like a spin bike. I can't do that. That's for the girls. And uh, and just, just to be clear, Tom's joking. Like that was said in jest. Well, I would hope the tone. Would I have, would hope so yeah. too. But but just there are case, people out there that that think that. There are totally people and, out there that think that. Well, maybe one of those people. I know you are, yeah. but I just I just save the comments, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so um, direct him to Joe Rogan. He yes, said it. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I think that probably does carry a lot of a lot of weight for some people. That's awesome. It'll be uh, interesting to see if it comes up again on his. podcast podcast like if he if he comes back and talks about it or if it was like a one-time thing or if it kind of becomes you know some sometimes podcast hosts will kind of intertwine some pieces of their personal life so i'm, totally. I'm curious to see my if, guess is it will because because he absolutely does that i mm-hmm. mean he's got three hours a day to fill yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of content i know how I think much, we talk a lot yeah <laughs> you, know, you think we reveal too much <laughs> like during the bar yoga segment My word Imagine if we were doing this three hours a day (laughs) Well it looks like we're going to have a new instructor soon It does it does there's been A lot of speculation but uh, There was proof that came out this week I'm not going to get into what that proof was But it has emerged that um, Clifford uh, oh, what is his last name? Oh my gosh, totally went out of my head But Clifford is going to be the newest Instructor in Germany. And if you want to check him out, you can find him over on Instagram. Uh, his Instagram name is Afro, spelled A F R O W underscore Cliff. And that's Cliff with two F's. It is. The German way of spelling it. Yeah. And um, this guy is like super into strength and so can't help but wonder if there's going to be more strength coming from Germany. Potentially, will he be doing some boot camps? Interesting. Yeah, definitely. I know you made a joke. I just, uh, yeah, I skipped right on by it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm used to it. I know. <laughs> and then quick update on a past guest, Susie Barris. Oh, my gosh. So you might remember Susie Barris. She is one of our many, many special guests. She is a, a firecracker of a lady and she has brain cancer. And the reason I'm kind of chuckling as I say that is not to laugh at her brain cancer, but to laugh at how she makes me laugh when I talk to her Yeah, because she has such a positive outlook and she's so pragmatic. She's just um, like, yeah, that's just the way it is. I remember once asking her, because she her scans came back clear last year. Right. And I remember asking her, like, are you going to go do anything special to celebrate? She's like, no, I don't. I don't like to travel. And I was like, well, do you have something like on your bucket list? And she was like, no. Mm. <laughs> but she says it's so matter of fact, but she's so happy in her life. Like yeah. I, I say that, but like she loves her life. She's very involved in her local community. But anyway, this is an update on Susie. And due to what's going on with the brain cancer, like the drugs that she's taking, like it's made her, I don't know if it's the drugs that she has to take for the medicine or if it's simply having the treatment, having the cancer in general, but it has affected her brain and she can't run outside. There's something about all the sensory that like makes her trip. And sometimes it's even hard for her to even walk. Wow. But the fascinating part is that she can run on the tread. Right? That's it. There there's yeah. something about the fact that it's level 
And it's like it's you know it's a very even cadence. There's no up and down. There's right. no rocks. There's no anything. So less variables for her brain to process. Yeah, and yeah. so that's what this article is all about. That she ran a half marathon on. Her tread in her home And she Can you believe it She actually credits us With encouraging her To get the what? tread <laughs> and, and and Susie I feel pretty strongly You would have gotten That tread anyway <laughs> You certainly can't credit me With encouraging anybody To do much of anything <laughs> But um, I love I love Susie's outlook on life. And she I remember very clearly that she said to us that she has done a lot of research on cancer. She's she's a physician Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And um, and she said that exercise high intensity exercise specifically, they think that it does a lot of good for battling cancer. And so she the whole time she was under treatment, man, she kept it up. Killing it. She was. She was totally killing it. And uh, and literally, literally killing the cancer. So let's all. Cheer for Susie and her continued good health. And I hope that everything continues to go well. And if you want to hear her whole interview, it's episode 75. Thank you. Thank you. Gosh, it's been over 100 episodes ago. I know, right? Feels like just yesterday we talked to Susie. (laughs) Wow. Back in the early days. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Quick update on uh, Stephen Little. Yeah, so past instructor for those of you who are not aware, he has been gone for a while. The reason we chat about him is because, well, number one, he he's still in fitness and he kind of comes back up on our radar. And he was a very, very popular instructor yes. when he left Peloton. For the newer people, it was quite the scandal when he left. People were very upset. Quite, yes, quite. You can uh, see our episode with him that uh, when we originally talked about him leaving, which was the episode titled "My Favorite Title That Tom Has Ever Done." Stephen Little chucks it in the fuck it bucket. Um, and then uh, we also recently just interviewed him. Uh, it was just like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, and so he's now working on a new venture, and he's going to come on in a couple of weeks and like spend a few minutes with us and mm. chat about that. But if you are interested in working with him, you can join the Whoop Group Heart Rate Tribe or HR Tribe and seems to be some kind of personal training of some kind. Gotcha. Uh, Don't know much about it yet, but it's interesting. It's out there if you're interested. Yeah. New content. Part three of the Ministry of Sound series is here. Yeah. Another Ben Aldis team up. I feel like. I feel like he really loves Ministry of Sound. Like, I've heard him talk about that. Right. But all instructors have their, like, their thing. Sure. Um, but this one is a special one. They It's a chill-out ride, so it's more on the, like, the lo-fi beats side of things. Okay. And so it's going to close out the series. Kind of think of it as a trilogy. This is the last one in the trilogy. And uh, it's going to be a great ride. It was 20 minutes, and I believe it took place today. If you haven't gotten a chance to check them out, uh, please do. That's with Ben Aldis, and it was a a 20-minute climb ride, and that took place... What is today's date? The 21st? Today is the 21st. So it took place today on October 21st, so you can check that out. And then finally, a uh, new fall line hit the boutique. (laughs) It did. It did. Is it worth talking about? Is it still there? (laughs) You know, that's, that's the thing I did want to talk about. Yes, well, I don't know if it's still here today, but but throughout the day when it dropped on Saturday, it was. First of all, I want to I want to point out that it dropped on a Saturday. So for all of you people out there, you guys, men and women who say, well, when when do they usually drop? This is why I don't like to answer that question, because the last several have dropped on a Thursday between nine and 10 a.m. Central time. Right. This one dropped on a Saturday so, at like 11 a.m. You never know. You don't. You never know. Um, so things that you can do to, to be on the lookout, check the Instagrams. Uh, Just Sims in particular 
often posts. If she's posting and she says, yes, it's new and it's coming soon, you can be sure that you're going to see that in the next 24 to 48 hours. Like that, that's been her thing. Her pattern. Yeah. And another thing, it was another, since it's the fall two, it had a lot of different items in it. Uh, so there was kind of something for everybody. I think that they did a good job of hitting the men and the women, but I saw that there were still a ton of items left at the end of the day, which goes to my theory that once things start to calm down yeah. and they get an idea, they're able to better order right. everything, then then the numbers will reflect that. And so, yes, I'm sure everything's still sold out, but it sold out slower than it had been. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Zoom Tube is Mark Nardone. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Good. Uh, I always love the weekend, so. <laughs> now that yeah. you have them now, I see I my job is concert promotion, which means I never really had weekends because uh-huh. you try to do your concerts on the weekends. But since concerts are no longer a thing, I have weekends. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's a little How about different. That? Yeah. <laughs> COVID changes everything. It's yeah. crazy. COVID has changed everything, right? <laughs> it's a completely whole different, A completely different world. It is. Yeah. So um, I am curious how you originally found Peloton. It was a, a, a long, strange journey uh, that kind of got me to actually pick Peloton. It was a case of I needed to get back in shape. Just had an ankle surgery that reconstructed my left ankle for the second time. Uh, it just couldn't handle impact in any, any kind of way. So running was out. So I was like, I need a low, low impact activity to get myself back in shape. So I went off and started researching exercise bikes. And of course, up comes Peloton, and I was like, okay, right, what is this? Um, <laughs> you know, started kind of checking into it and was comparing it against other magnetic resistance bikes, and a lot of the re- reviews said, you know, really well-constructed bike. And, and then I saw the exercise programs, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to do this, you know. Never done a spin class in my life. Uh, most, of my, <laughs> most of my sports activity are, are tend to be kind of individual rather than me being in a class with people telling me what to do. It's usually the opposite <laughs> way around. I'm telling everybody else what to do. Um, <laughs> but I figured it was like, right, you know, got to do something. Uh, may as well. Let's give it a shot. So I, I did the, the free trial part, you know, went through the content for about a week. And I was like, all right, I'm pulling the trigger on this. And that was it. So that was January 2019. Uh, wow. So the bike arrived. Wow. So, gosh, you're coming up on your second anniversary, your second anniversary. Yes. <laughs> My second anniversary. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> so, I, if I can ask, did anything like, dramatic happen to your ankle? Like, what uh, what caused you to need work on oh, it twice? Uh, all right. Well, there's another tale. So, I originally had this ankle reconstructed in 2001, just years and years of abuse had kind of shredded a bunch of the tendons and ligaments. And I got it reconstructed and it handled it. Well, I mean, I got a, a solid 15 years out of that reconstruction, but uh, I kind of typical, you know, I hit my 40s in good shape, right? I mean, within my 40s, I was healthy, I was fit, and then life happens, a pound creeps on, another pound creeps on, changes at work, tons of stress, more weight. Uh, it got to the point where I was, I had chunked on quite a bit of weight, and it was like, all right. You know, this has been a stressful year. I just spent a year in an interim role. I was working 70 hours a week. Gym had gone out of the window. I 
don't think I went to the gym in a year. The weight had packed on. And I was like, right, Mark, this is it. Time to get back into shape. I go out and run, bang, ankle goes. Oof. I was like, oh, okay. All right, I'll strap it up and give it a couple of weeks. And then, bang, goes again. So oh. in the space of five weeks, I rolled the ankle five times. And I Oof. got to the point oh. that I'd, I'd step on a crack in the pavement and boom, flatten on my face. So I went not to, to mention check. your mother's back. Yeah, what? not my mother's what? back, my face. When you step uh, on the cracks, you got to worry about that. <laughs> so went to the orthopedic and he said, yeah, you basically have no lateral ligaments left in your ankle. They're all gone. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, so reconstruction time number two. So that was uh, September, September 2018. Okay. Um, so pr- a pretty extensive reconstruction. I got a nice piece of Kevlar to replace one of the ligaments and the rest were all kind of reconstructed. And then six weeks non-weight bearing, which, you know, is tough. Yeah. And then, uh, and then here's the kicker. So I, uh, I get cleared. I can start walking on the ankle. Great. I get my crutches and off I go to work and spend the day at work crutching around in meetings and, and then decide I'm like, yeah, I don't feel good. going to go home. Oh. So I go home. My ribs are hurting. I'm like, really, Mark, you're that out of shape. You strained your ribs walking around on crutches. Oh. Like, you big fat. I was like, so I took a couple of Advil and went to bed, tossed and turned, and then woke up at four o'clock in the morning and couldn't breathe. The pain was so intense. So I shook my wife awake and I was like, we got to go to the hospital. Off we go to the hospital. I check in to the ER. 10 minutes later, I'm in respiratory arrest. Boom. 20 blood clots in my right lung. <gasps> Whoa. So, so well, that was a little bit of a wake up call. Yeah. yeah. Why did that, like, was that related to the ankle injury? Was that, yeah. was. So I guess after the surgery, because I had not been using the leg, I had developed a DVT. So oh God. I had a clot in my calf. And as soon as I started walking around, the clot shifted and then fractured. And it's called a PE shower, pulmonary embolism shower. So the clot fragmented and it all ended up in my right lung. So the doctor was like, yeah, 10 minutes later. I was like, that could have have killed you. Yeah. Yeah, That was it. The doctor basically said, yeah, if you had shown up to the hospital 10 minutes later, if if this had happened and you had not been sitting in an ER bed, that was a shock. I'll talk a little more about that later because that comes back again. Oh. Um, but, but that really was the wake up call. It's like, you got to get yourself back in shape. So that was wow. it. Peloton. Yeah. And, you know, I got the Peloton in, in, in the January. I set my goals. I'm like, all right, now I'm, I was like 181 pounds at that point. I'm five, eight. So and 181 was pretty chunky for me. I had gotten like permanent acid reflux and a whole bunch oh. of other stuff that was going on. So I was like, all right, here we go. 155 by my birthday in May. That's the goal. By March, I had found power zone training and that was me hooked completely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have a slightly obsessive personality when it comes to things. So, and that just, I, you know, you, you give me stats and numbers and I'm, I'm a happy camper. Uh, so that was it. Started power zone training. The weight just kept on kicking off. I hit my 155 goal by April. So wow. I, that was me. And then my wife's like, we should go to New York for your birthday. And we'll go right in studio. And I'm like, that's an awesome idea. <laughs> so it turns out my birthday weekend is homecoming weekend. Even oh, better. Yeah. 
Oh my so god! Were you able to so get I, into the studio? So, That's a busy so we weekend. Got in. Yeah, I got in. We got a six a.m. class with Matt, and I'd spend the whole weekend with a bunch of people that obsessed about Peloton just as much as I do. So I was super happy. I mean, that is probably one of my favorite weekends of the year. Yeah, and, uh, and back when oh, we still had yeah. Those. It's, yeah. it's such Back a blast. We could all get together, right? Yeah. Exactly. But being able to do it over your birthday, what a treat. Yeah. It's and especially not planning for it, like just like kind of falling into right. it. I mean, you really. It was destiny, right? Wow. God, that's. <laughs> and you had the no idea what you were getting into. Together. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea what homecoming was. It was just like <laughs> we, we went to book classes and we were like, oh, what's this homecoming thing? All right. Okay. Well, let's sign up for that. And I spent pretty much of it three hours in my office one day clicking refresh. It was good you did. Yeah. F5, F5, F5. But we got tickets and we got in and, and it was just so much fun. And, and it was just amazing to meet just, you know, such such a, an eclectic bunch of people that all kind of culminate around this strange bike that goes nowhere. Oh, I hear you. I, I love going to homecoming and it just feels like it feels like you you meet your people because everyone is just yeah. as excited to talk about the topic that you're excited to talk about. And it just it just bonds you. I don't know. I've never I've never had a subject in my life that instantly bonded me to that many people the way Peloton yeah. does. It's yeah. crazy. And, and <laughs> such a, a such a varied range of people and backgrounds and everybody's got like an amazing story. I'm always completely humbled to hear people's backstories and the stuff that they've overcome. And yeah, it's just an amazing community. It really is. It, it uh, absolutely it's really, is. Yeah, really helped on the journey. That's for sure. So when it came to you like, okay, this is it. I'm going to lose weight. This, I'm going to hit my goal. So did you like make a ton of changes? Did you make like one change gradually? I mean, obviously you added exercise back in, but was that I'm, enough I'm for an, you? I'm an all-in kind of guy. <laughs> so when I decide to do something, I do it and I do it to the best of my ability. So when I got the bike, I was like, okay, first thing, fix the diet. So looked at what I was eating and how I was eating. And I was like, this has to change. Because what I was doing is I, you know, I'd get up in the morning, grab a cup of coffee and something as I rush out the door and go to work, work through the day. It would hit three o'clock and I was like, oh, lunch, I forgot that. And then I'd be there at six or seven o'clock at night. I'd go home. I would eat probably nothing great and sit on the couch and be like, ugh. So that was my habit. So I turned that paradigm on its head and was like, okay, you get up in the morning. The bulk of your calories are going to be first thing in the morning. And then a fairly decent, healthy lunch. And then something really light when I got home at night. And then I'd fast from like six o'clock through to the next morning to the eight. And that was it. The rest was just, you know, the exercise piece. And, and consistently, I think, you know, between a pound and two pounds a week that I was chopping off. And it wow. was easy. I, I wasn't feeling like I was hungry. I mean, there were times that I was eating more calories than I used to. Just better quality, better quality calories, you know, instead totally. of just grabbing something from the vending machine because you're hungry. What's a typical breakfast for you since that's when you're eating most of your calories? So certainly protein, so usually eggs or some meat like Canadian bacon or ham. But certainly I'm usually eating roughly about 750 to 800 calories in the morning. Okay. And then lunch, lunch can be anything healthy. But again, you know, most people, when you lose weight, 
especially when you're going through that initial phase, you're losing both the fat and the lean tissue. So you got to kind of balance your protein calories, especially if you're going to be exercising because you don't want to lose too much of the lean. And I did that. I mean, most people, I think my final kind of bottom out was at 138, which is kind of what I'm hovering around right now. But at 138, I had lost a lot of lean tissue. So the last pretty much year of weight maintenance has been kind of regaining that lean tissue back and getting stronger. So adding in some resistance training. You know, I bought a road bike back last a year past in June because I figured, like, why am I thinking about going indoors to ride on a nice sunny day? I'm (laughs) going to buy a road bike. So, of course, Mr. Obsessive, you know, gets out gets a really good road bike um, <laughs> and, and, and trains really hard. And so I got that in June and started riding outdoors. I did my first century ride September of that year and then got two more centuries in before the end of the year. Wow. Um, so really, you know, the good thing was, well, you know, really physically I was healthy, right? Yeah. I got myself back to health within, you know, eight months. But you remember that whole almost dying thing? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I didn't pay enough attention to that. What? Uh, Because apparently when you almost die, it kind of does a number on you mentally. And if you don't actually deal with it, it kicks the crap out of you. So while I was physically really healthy, what I was finding was that I, I wasn't quite where I should be mentally, I hadn't, I hadn't processed it. So, so I, I started going through a lot of stuff like in my head that I hadn't, you know, I was back at work a week later. Oh my. You know, a week later, I got out of the hospital. I was back in the office and I was like, you know, the doctor's like, yeah, you almost died. I was like, yeah, but I'm okay now. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, but you know, you're going to have to be on blood thinners for three months and you've got to be really careful because we don't know if it did any damage to your heart or your lung. And I'm like, yeah, 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 but I'm, I feel fine. And off I went. So I, I would say, it, you know, that's something that I want to kind of make sure people under, understand. It's like getting physically healthy is only a one piece of the puzzle. You've got to take care of your whole self. And especially now in the days of COVID, there's a lot of stuff. And if, and if you ignore it and you try to stuff it down, it comes back and, and beats you up in the middle of the night or just times that you don't expect it. And for me, it would manifest. It was just these surges, these waves of emotion that would just hit me for like out of the blue. Now I'd be talking about something, and all of a sudden I'm just like on the verge of sobbing. And it was such a strange thing because I'm a fixer, so I'm always the guy that's you know when everybody else is losing their mind, I'm just like, nope, this is what we gotta do. We gotta go here. And all of a sudden, I I wasn't that guy, and and so that was a lot to deal with. Um, and it wasn't until so- I actually. Go ahead. So I'm just I'm just curious. What made you come to that realization that, that you realized that that's what was going on? That w- that one you something had shifted inside of you, and then also linked it back to well, it must have been this. It's one of those things that you kind of have to sit on the quiet time, just like I was really like, what is going on? And it was a friend of mine like you know you need to you need to talk to somebody about this. So you know, I, I took took the advice and and actually got somebody and started to talk this through. And, you know, within the first hour of talking to somebody that knows their stuff, they're like, yeah, you, you have PTSD. And I was like, oh, that's what it's been. And I'm like, oh, geez, well, great. That's, that's obviously, well, no, I know I'm fixed. And she's like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> Not that you had, 
you have PTSD. <laughs> like you almost die. And you're going to have to kind of deal with the emotions that that's brought up or it's never going to go, it's never going to go away and you're never really going to be healthy. So, it, you know, it, it took probably you know, a couple of months of just kind of going back and talking these things through and understanding what does that really mean for you? You know, what is the impact? How do you process the fact that I've always been fit, I've always been healthy? I've always been kind of in control of my life. And all of a sudden, I wasn't anymore. You know, I was basically on death's door and, and had there was nothing I could have done uh, to you, stop it. Were you conscious of pushing that down? Or were you just like moving through so fast that you just you just reacted without really thinking about the fact that like you're putting this on the back burner? Yeah, I, I, it's a great question. I think it was a bit of both. I think okay. it's just pretty much, you know, my kind of my nature and maybe it's a cultural thing. It's like, you know, I'm Scottish. So it's like, you know, these emotion things, no, get them out the window. So, so a lot that's of it for the kinda, Brits. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> an absolutely British reaction to it. And I'm just, just like, well, yeah, I'm fine. fine. I just move on. <laughs> um, so I think part of it was that. And then, yeah, other times, you know, again, it's, it's you know, being a guy, right? Tom, um, you'll attest to this, you know, as, as guys are not supposed to have emotions that are, you know, out of the van. So the typical kind of guy reaction, I was just like, oh, you're being an idiot. You're being a fool. Shut Ignore it. But you can't. You can't. Because the more you do, the, the worse it gets for you. So it, it's really, it's, it's like, again, fitness is a holistic journey. You can't just take one aspect of it and, and ignore other things. So, I, you know, I've, I've spoke to people. Uh, the good thing is talking about it is what really helps, right? So I actually can address it head on and just be like, yeah, I, it's okay not to be okay. And I, I wasn't okay. It was affecting all aspects of my life. It was making me like really short-tempered. And I'm usually a pretty easygoing guy. You know, it takes a lot for me normally to lose my temper. And, and suddenly I find a lot of like, boom, hair trigger going off. Just things you just that, knew something that were not me. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's really so, fascinating. Do you feel like that when, when you go through something like that, do you feel like that you reach a point where you feel like that's behind you? Or do you feel like it's a constant maintenance that needs to take place? So it's certainly something you can never ignore. It gets better over time. You know, I mm -hmm. mean... I'd say probably, you know, I was to say a year ago or so when I was really kind of dealing with it, I couldn't talk about this without getting just this surge of emotion coming through my body. And again, I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I'm normally so in control of everything. Yeah. Um, so the more you talk it through and the more you understand what those feelings are and be like, yeah, no, this is okay. It, it's okay to, to not be okay. And just, you know, when the emotions come face them head on and, and be like, okay, right. I see you and I know what's going on now. So, okay. It's not so bad. Um, you know, and, and eventually over time you learn the skills to kind of deal with it. I have to say that I, I'm so impressed that you're so comfortable talking about that. I, my dad had a heart attack, what for just, a, just about four years ago, which I know is a completely different situation than you dealt with. But but I know it was very scary for him. And he was in denial that he had a heart attack up until they actually made him put the stent in. Like he he kept trying to say nothing was wrong with him. And, yeah. um, 
you know, he has struggled with kind of coming back to himself. And we have often talked about, I wish that he could talk to somebody about this. I wish that, you know, he would you know, kind of deal with this because he just hasn't ever been the same. And uh, and I'm okay talking about it on the show because he, they never listen. <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never hear it. <laughs> um, but like, uh, you know, I think he kind of comes from the generation of, you know, you you don't talk to somebody, you don't you don't deal yeah. with those things. You're just supposed to be okay if you're alive, you're fine, and ju- that's just it. And so. I think um, that it's really awesome that you're willing to talk about that and and be vulnerable because I know we talk about some things on the show that it's it's hard to put out there um, because people know you in a different way after you put that information out there. And I guess I'm just trying to say I really appreciate that you're being so open and honest. And also, I'm just really glad that you got the help that you needed. I mean, I. That's just fantastic. And what a great message to send out to other people. Like you said, in this time of COVID with everything going on, the world's insane. And uh, it's there's so much for people to be upset about. So I I'm just amazed that you did that. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. No, no, you're welcome. I I mean, again, talking about it helps. So as much as it is, you appreciate me talking about it uh, and that helps other people. This helps me too. you know, so this is again, you know, Tom. You mentioned that this is an ongoing thing. Like it never really goes away. And I would say, you know, see if you, your dad will actually watch this one and tell him when I spoke to my counselor, she said it's a very natural reaction because nobody wants to admit that they're mortal, right? Mortality is a thing that we tend to avoid, right? We all go through. I pretty much thought I was immortal for most of my life. <laughs> you know, like, I, the amount of risks that I've taken, which is fine, but eventually, especially towards the end of your life, you start to confront your mortality. Right. Um, and it really helps to kind of have fleshed it through. And I now know a whole bunch of people that have gone through things similar to mine, you know, where death has basically touched them on the shoulders like, hey, pay attention. And it changes you. It does. It changes how you think. It changes how you see the world makes you appreciate people a little more and appreciate what you have a little more. You know, I've always appreciated my health. I've always pretty much, you know, through my whole life, I've, I've been healthy and fit. And now that I'm back to being as healthy and as fit, I mean, I'm probably in as good cardio shape now than that I was in my kind of early thirties when I was in, you know, really good shape. And now I'm, you know, I'm coming on 53, 54, and smoke people like half my age on the hill. <laughs> Which and, I'm sure and, feels pretty great. And and I'm just like that thanks Matt. Well first here I go <laughs> <laughs> as I zip up a hill. Um it, it, wow. but it, you know, but you gotta come to it in your own time. It took me a while to get to the point where I'm just like, you know what, I'm not okay. Because up until then, you know, you were you were in that denial phase of just like, no, no, you're just being stupid. It takes takes a leap of faith, and it takes people around you supporting you, saying, "Yeah, it's okay." Wow. Yeah. So, how has the uh, Peloton community helped you through all this? Is have you in any special like Peloton groups or? So I'm, you know, I, I power zone pack, obviously, because I'm a power zone freak. And then the Road sure. Riders group, which is uh, another phenomenal group, which is Joe Costa. So I kind of told him a little bit of this story. We were out on a, a ride together. I 
and again, it was so weird because these are people that I've kind of communicated with for the best part of a year and a half through Facebook, but I had never actually met any of them. So a couple of weekends ago, we uh, we went on the kind of self-guided Farm the Fork Fondo, and there was a whole bunch of people from this group. And just, you know, again, it's that shared passion, you know, really good. But as your point, Tommy, it's like, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, I, I'm always looking uh, through the Facebook group and I, used, I see people that, that put their stories out there. And again, you know, stuff that just humbles me, you know, I, right. I just, it makes, makes what I went through like nothing, you know, people double hip replacements and they're on the bike a week later or, you know, they're on their bike and they've got their chemo bag, like hooked up to them as they're pedaling, you know, just amazing people that just, just keep going. And so supportive. That's the other thing, especially now when we're such a divided nation when it comes to everybody's opinions on everything. And yet, you know, I read these posts and these forums and people are like hands on your back and supportive and no matter what is a phenomenal community. It is. It absolutely is. There's, there's been many times that I, I've, I have thought for myself, you know, all these people struggling with so many things can, can get on their bike and continue to work out. What's, what's my excuse? And it makes me yeah. so grateful for my health and makes me so grateful for my ability to be able to, to exercise that it's really changed my viewpoint. Peloton in general with the community has really changed my, my viewpoint on everything in the world, really. <laughs> Doesn't make you want to write, Tom? <laughs> What's that? Are you having audio issues? I'm having like a loose cord or something going on. I was just like, I just talking about the PTSD stuff. I'm like, does that apply to divorces? Is that- I mean, I think it honestly can apply to, to just about anything. True. That, uh, I know. I was being but, goofy, but yes, I'm sure it can. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm curious, did they, um, for the PTSD, did your, did the person that you worked with, did they use that, um, what is it called? Like EMR or something? EMDR. EMDR. Did they use that with you? Um, did you find that to be helpful? Because I've, I've heard a lot about it and people have spoken very highly. So I'm curious what your thoughts were that on that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a useful technique. We kind of used it towards the kind of end of kind of my sessions. And I, and I think at that point, for me, it was having, putting a name to it was the, yeah. was the, the big breakthrough for me. You know, when sure. she, when she articulated it through and I was just like, yeah, of course, how could I not have seen this? That was the first thing because now you have a name for the monster under the bed, right? And it's just a way to, to say, okay, yeah, I know who you are and you're not, you're not going to be the boss of me anymore. Uh, so those, I, I, those were the types of things that, that really I helped. get that. I, I really do understand that because I feel like I feel like it's just absolutely fascinating how I mean, you're clearly a very intelligent, rational human being. And and it's like if you were having a conversation with somebody else where they were struggling, I'm sure you would be like, hey, this isn't this isn't normal for you. You need to get help. But like when it's yourself, it is so hard to see that your mind like does all these crazy gymnastics and lies to you and it's just fascinating you are always your biggest blind spot (laughs) through that (laughs) emotions are kind of like weather you're just kind of like well i mean that's what it is today right what am i going to do about it exactly (laughs) 
you don't think that you can do something about it. Yeah, it's just it's just fascinating. I I find the entire mental wellness like I find that entire subject just endlessly fascinating. There's always new ways to look at it and new 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 breakthroughs for it. Wow, it's just and if cool. and if there's anything that COVID I hope does for us is really kind of bring focus on the fact that there is more to health than just your fitness. I mean, so I'm, I manage, like most people, I'm managing my team remotely. And, you know, our stand-up meetings in the morning, the first five, 10 minutes are pretty much, how are you doing? Now, what's going on? And kind of making them feel comfortable that it's just saying like, yeah, you know, I'm having a crappy day or I had a crappy day yesterday or, and be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. You know, the, the, there's always going to be work to get done and you always have deadlines. But uh, the reality is with, with everybody being so distant and you, you're not in the same room as people, you know, you don't have that same kind of person to person contact. You have to be even more cognizant now of people going through stuff. And it's okay to kind of trust that they can be honest with you and them trust that you won't overreact if they're saying, yeah, Mark, I'm having a bad day today. I'm not going to get my deadlines, you know, and understanding that and being okay with it and having that trust is even more important now, you know, because we're so, again, we're, we're so far apart physically because we're all at least six feet apart. Um, but we're also, <laughs> Hopefully, um, yeah. Yeah, at least six feet apart. But also it's, it's kind of like you, you need to kind of bring that. You can't have distance emotionally from people in this world either. You know, so it's important to kind of reach out and just say, how are you doing? Yeah. I love that. I, I wish we had more of that. Like at my job, no, yeah. nobody asks. Yeah. <laughs> we just pretend yeah. everything's fine. <laughs> well, you know, we do the those Zoom calls with sometimes on the weekends yeah, where it's yeah, just like, like for the clip out group. Yeah. The, in, I mean, we started doing that because of COVID. We were like, there's so many people that just aren't able to talk to people or maybe they live by themselves and they just don't yeah. get the human interaction that they're used to. And we we're like, let's just. Let's just hang out yeah. for a little bit. And I love it. It always fills me so full of joy, yeah. you know, just hearing where people are and just talking. I always just feel so much better after those. Like it just, yeah, they're awesome. That's a good way to do it. And I'm glad you were able to get out on your uh, long ride when you went out with, uh, with Joe Costa and the gang. That's yeah. really awesome. Again, I was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And then I ate a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> well, made that a cheat day. You deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably, it's probably the first ride I can remember where I've eaten more calories than I've burned. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to Peloton, do you have any advice for people who are just now getting their bikes? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, don't expect... I, I always tell people, like, you, you didn't get out of shape overnight and you won't get in shape overnight. I've said a variation on that to people all the time when they're talking about trying to lose weight. And I say that as someone who, who has been up and down with weight. Yep. I'm like, and I say it to myself, like, I didn't get fat in a week. I'm not going to get unfat in a week. So Exactly. So, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's do what you can when you can and realize that, you know, you're going to have good days and bad days. So here's a classic example. I got on the bike today and it was a bad day. I got on and I don't know whether it was because I had coffee before I got on or I didn't sleep, but I tanked. I, oh. The worst ride I've had in a while, but I was just like, you know what? I, it's a 60 minute ride. Do I, do I dump it now or do I keep going? And I was like, you know what? 
we keep going. So I didn't write my zones the way that I should have done, but I did 60 minutes. Um, and, and that's, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Because I bookmarked that sucker and I will be back to kick it back <laughs> when I'm feeling better. <laughs> Unless it was a yacht rock ride, in which case. Uh, it wouldn't, it it wouldn't not, be there. It be there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, I think it's great that you say that because so many times, like, you know, life is like gambling. People kind of only talk about the wins. God, that's true. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's nice to be like, oh, I love Peloton and I, and I took a ride today and, Boy, I really shit the bed, but it's okay. Yeah, you know, like it's yeah. you know, like because it's cause refreshing to hear right. you say that. I'm terrible about it. I, I beat myself up if it's not where I want to be. <laughs> you didn't have to she, nod so hard. Tom. Oh, I didn't realize you were. I thought if I nodded, Zoom wouldn't pop up the video in front of you. I thought it would be okay. I didn't realize my but head rattled so, quite so, that much. And again, this is probably some of my background, so I, we haven't really talked about this. But you know, so my screen name's Crew Mark. Uh, and crew mark comes from the fact that I've done martial arts for 30 plus years. So wow. crew is a Thai word for teacher. So I have been teaching students for 20 plus years. And I have had fighters that have fought in a world championships. I've had a couple of guys that I've trained that were in the UFC. And my one number one thing that I tell them, I'm like, a loss is only a loss if you don't learn anything from it. And sometimes you can learn more from losing a fight or, or failing at something than you can from going out and just having an easy win. I have the guys that have gone out and they've like, you know, knocked a fighter out in the first round. And they're like, yeah, great. And I'm like, awesome. But, you know, yeah, so great. You can do that. But when it happens to you the other way, are you going to be as excited? Because there's as much for you to learn from that happening to you than you doing it the other way. And sometimes I, you know, I fought in Europe probably for about three years and lost a couple of fights. And this was a lesson that I was taught and just like the fights that were easy for me, I didn't really learn anything. I was just like, yeah, good. I can hit really hard, but the fights <laughs> that went the distance and maybe I lost by a couple of points, they are the ones that teach you the most because they teach you that when your heart and things are not going well, you can still keep going. And by keeping going, you're actually learning more and doing more for yourself than just going out and kind of getting that quick KO. And it's the same with writing. Like the, the rides that you have where you go out and you crush it and you're like, great, awesome. But the rides you go out where the, you know, you're halfway up the hill and your legs are screaming and you're just like, am I going to quit right now? Yeah, no, I'll find a way to get to the top. Now that's, that's the stuff that really, you know, like Matt says, like I'll, I'll steal some Mattisms. Like when you get to the <laughs> tough stuff, that's the stuff that really changes you. So keeping going through those things, that's the stuff that really brings your fitness and your mental game up to the next level. Wow. That's good stuff. And you think you thought that this would be nothing to share with other people. And yet you've brought so much to share with other people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did tell you I'm Scottish, right? Like <laughs> 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 a national trait. <laughs> oh, well, you've been an absolute pleasure to talk to. So thank you so much. Uh, yes, absolutely. So I guess um, since you already told everybody your leaderboard name before we go, uh, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. So crew mark and for my last name. So that's my kind of Instagram page. And you'll usually find 
Peloton stuff or sometimes the martial arts stuff will be up there too. But yeah, we're always looking for people that want to kind of chime in. You'll find me on the Road Riders group uh, on, you know, One Peloton and Power Zone Pack and kind of lurk around there quite a bit. Hopefully chiming in useful pieces of advice and reading people's stories. Like I'm always amazed when people share their stories. Wow. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. We yeah, really appreciate this it. This has been great. No, thank thanks, you so guys. much. It's, it's, it's like, you know, like, I think it's, it's awesome that, that you guys kind of do this. And, uh, and uh, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing what stories you bring next time around. Um, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll keep on. putting them out, including yours. So uh, thank you for being <laughs> willing to do this. Ed, cause I know, I know you're a little, little shy about it. So I'm really glad that you did. You had a lot of really uh, wonderful things to share. So thank you so much. You're welcome. So I guess that brings this one to an end. What pray tell do you have in store for people next week? Well, last week I told everybody it was going to be Stephanie Ward this right. week. And next week, it really is going to be Stephanie Ward. Is this going to be like the Jimmy Kimmel show where nope. Matt Damon's always the next guest? No, it okay. really is true. <laughs> uh, I just, I had it, I had it labeled wrong. Sure. And I just, I just, you know. It happens. I made a mistake. People expect this sort of stuff from me. They do. They don't expect it from you. Agreed awful quick there, but okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, until next week, where can people find you? People can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D O'Keefe. And they can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, and of course the tread at clip out crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and subscribe. Also, don't forget, we've got a YouTube channel. You can subscribe to that as well. YouTube.com slash The Clip Out. So uh, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Assuming your pedals have been not recalled in the person. <laughs>